Hey everybody, welcome back to Go Get Your Shine Box. Uh, we were yucking it up a little before we kicked the show on, so... Um, yes, Big Brown Fever is not the answer. <laughs> uh, Jack, I'd like to buy a uh, vowel. <laughs> and, Aloha from Central New Jersey. It is. And uh, good evening from the outer darkness. And we're going to start off with a little fun, fun trivia question again. Uh, and this question comes to us from our friends in Georgia. In the state of Georgia, it is illegal to eat what with a fork? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it start with a P? <laughs> Ends with the OC? Yeah. Oh, 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 before these guys uh, take us into... Uh, X-rated territory. I'm going to give you the answer. It's fried chicken. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. It's unethical to eat chicken with a fork, I guess. And it it makes sense. Um, you know. Oh, it's embarrassing. Of, That's like eating of, pizza with a fork. A lot of fried chicken loving mofos down there in Georgia. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't get. Uh, sometimes the stuff. You know, you got to get your hands dirty. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> finger looking good. So, we're still talking about chicken, right? I, I I thought Winona had yeah. maybe entered the uh, chat, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> With a pink hat on. <laughs> so so we got, uh, we're laughing, we're kind of yucking it up. It's been a long day, but the fact of the matter is we got some serious stuff to talk about tonight. Um, East Palestine, Ohio. I mean, that sounds ominous enough, but we're going to, we're going to get into that derailment a little bit. Uh, we'll have, a little, we'll have some words of wisdom and, and then uh, we're going to punch down on a on a couple of uh, not so random topics, uh, but a little uh, bit it, of different format. Excuse so. me, but I will not stand for any of this anti-Semitism. It's uh, East Palestine. You see, it's actually actually since I was I lived in that area for quite a while. Uh, it's actually East Palestine. Um, that's that's the way it's pronounced by the locals. So. Oh well, you, you had to go and, and just do that on the air and make me look bad. Now. Well, and and it's funny because I do have there's another town up in in I can't remember what it was, but they totally mispronounced that as well. So, so so <laughs> why so why is the media calling it Palestine just to avoid the uh, the uh, JQ? Shall we say you you would have to ask uh, uh, Dave Chappelle uh, that question. And there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> I really don't want to get into that because um, we can't afford to be demonetized, and that's kind of an oxymoron statement. <laughs> and if anybody can demonetize us, uh, you know, you know who it is. You know, the platform. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so so uh, a little something new, and we we're doing some trivia, and, and uh, I think we'll throw out a little uh, the, the weekly uh, wise guy words of wisdom as well. A little something from uh, Albert Einstein, uh, and he said this at one time: "Wisdom is not a product of schooling." but of the lifelong attempt to acquire it, which I find uh, rather intriguing. And in fact, I was going to save that for 
an intro and maybe we'll do it again on a, on an upcoming topic about education and, and those types of things. Uh, yeah. And it, it, you know, that's a, that's a powerful thing to mull on. And, and here's a couple of problems in, in the modern world. Um, you know, starting at some point, you know, maybe with the hippies, maybe sooner or earlier than that, uh, it became cool to, you know, blow off, you know, uh, old fogies don't know anything. Well, generally, knowledge and wisdom are passed down by the old fogies. So since, you, ever since Greece. Yeah, if you can, if you can screw that up, um, then you're going a long way to uh, dismantling the family structure, basically. Which is a motive. Yeah, that's an yeah. MO. It, that's um, part of it. And, you know, granted, you know, the, the boomers were around to take advantage of some, um, say, questionable ethics. Uh, so they get, you know, blamed for a lot of stuff. But I, I think the anti-boomer thing is certainly uh, well, a, a deep state psyop to, to speak. I, I hate to cut you off, but this is a timely matter. Okay, oh, that's okay. We we do that around here. No, I, I mean, I mean, as we were talking, I kid you not. You know, you know, my production studio. You know, I've got the equipment. You know, I got the tech. Up on the screen came a, a handling style shirt uh, really? for an advertisement, and on the shirt it says, "Don't piss off old people." And then under that it says, "The older we get, the less life in prison is it. Uh, the the less life." Yeah, it's it's kind of vague. The less life in prison is, a, oh, okay. The less life in prison is a deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever wrote the shirt was clever, but they didn't know how to use punctuation. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and and on top of that, somebody's listening. Uh, Somebody is definitely listening because I'm now I'm seeing a fork. <laughs> and is that chicken? No. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, to, 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 to get a little more serious. Know, no. Anyway, my, my, my <laughs> ultimate point to the to the younger folks, um, try to try to withstand um, the the uh, peer pressure and societal pressure to to de denigrate your parents, your your elders. Uh, instead of uh, recreating the wheel, try to learn uh, from them who have uh, yeah yeah As, life which, experience. Yeah, if we keep going down this rabbit hole, I'm gonna I'm gonna spit out my theory on on millennials and the wheel. But anyway, uh, speaking of wheels, uh, horrible horrible uh, headline that that I'm gonna read: Ohio train derailments, toxic fallout compared to nuclear winter. Uh, we nuke this town with chemicals, and of course, everybody. If you don't know what we're talking about, then then you you know then you don't know what we're talking about. It's absolutely insane by this time, uh, because this has been going on forever. Uh, and it's kind of hard to keep track of all the, the uh, uh, UFOs being shot down. Well, we have a, a little tiny town that borders Pennsylvania right outside of Pittsburgh. That's literally a uh, dark zone. Were you talking so, about the weather balloon that they shot down uh, in Canada? Or, or whatever that was. But hey, They shot a bunch of stuff down. It's they shot warmer. a weather balloon down that, that the University of Alaska sent up to monitor the weather over the North Pole for air traffic. Okay. I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's that's ridiculous. the one. That's the one in Lake Huron. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Well, anyway, and yeah, that was, which is was a distraction from. Oh, by the way, uh, the Biden regime are are uh, international terrorist organization. 
Um, well, yeah, well, it's all a distraction, time. or it's a distraction from uh, the, the former Ohio fire chief described the Ohio train derailment fallout as toxic chemicals as a nuclear winter. I mean, it's nobody's no, mainstream media isn't there. EPA wants They're nothing to do with it. You look, you look, we're seeing pictures that civilians, people are taking with their phones. It's disgusting. Yeah, the black yeah. plume of smoke that's being dispersed into the air. I mean, it's traveling thousands of miles. Sick. Yeah, the the take this uh, grain of salt, but I was listening to a guy. I uh, I was listening to a guy, you know, and um, I forget what his credentials were, but he was credentialed guy, and he said the the uh, airborne stuff is the lesser of the problem um, because that'll disperse, the winds will blow it around. The it's the watershed issue, yeah. The watershed thing is the problem. By the way, uh, CNN says the stay-away order was lifted five days after the derailment, and a water sample led officials officials to deem the area safe. We should force that water down those officials' throats. What do you think? Yes. Well, the uh, DeWine said uh, when he was asked if uh, if he'd go back, he said, "Well, I drink bottled water." <laughs> Yeah, I heard, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why he didn't come out and just say, hell no. Um, but it, it, it's an interesting town, too. If you, if you, I've actually been there. It's an interesting town. It's a it's an old, you know, like every other town around Pittsburgh, old, old defunct, you know, steel city. Right. Uh, there's And these people aren't they're the salt of the earth, but they're not the rich. That's for sure. No, no. But you know yeah. what? Here's the thing. This. This is not their, it's their problem because they live there, but they need to be relocated immediately. Well, it's well, not. No, somebody better reach in their pockets Joe, and yeah, pull Joe, out Joe. the money and do this. FEMA's not going to do anything about it. I mean, I, I seriously doubt it. Here's, here's a sad, a sad uh, take on this. This isn't, this is a real disaster, okay? This is a real disaster. A real disaster, the climate uh, cultists can't make any money off a real disaster. In other words, if you can't turn this into me buying more solar panels from China, I'm not interested. Yeah, That's, you notice not one of them is even saying a peep about this. No, they've made it perfectly clear. The media has made it perfectly clear. The potato in the White House has make it, made it perfectly clear. Um, he's he's so inept. That, that freaking, that mutt is so inept at his job he can't even use the balloon distraction as a distraction. He's just—I think they're—they're they're putting him in containment anyway because he's a liability. But, yeah. By the uh, way, here's, here's sorry. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Here's a list of the chemicals. Oh, that's funny. I was just going to do that. Go ahead. Oh, okay, vinyl chloride. Yep. Ethylene glycol monobutyl ether, which I don't know what it is, but ethylene glycol is uh, antifreeze. So yeah. Yeah, you both are toxic. I know not. ether is. Uh, hey, hey, miss, could you smell this rag? Does this smell like ether? <laughs> Ethyl hexoacrylate, isobutylene, and butyl acrylate. Now, I don't know uh, specifically, I'm not a chemist, but I recognized at least some parts of the, these uh, uh, chemicals. Yeah. And I used to mess around with, with fuels back when I was racing. And um, I don't know if you recall, 
uh, Formula One had to change their their fuel uh, regs because people were going to be starting yeah. to die of cancer and shit. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I remember. And I was like, ooh, really? I got to get some of that stuff. You know? <laughs> and then I would read the thing and it's like, yeah, man, you don't want to you don't want to freaking touch this, breathe this, nothing. It'll kill you. You know, then I was like, yeah, all right, maybe not. Well, if you uh, win, you know, um, it's yeah, kinda... you want to hear something funny? The experts uh, and who are the health experts in yeah. these United States? They they are in charge of all of our health. They have our diseases and so forth in mind, keeping us safe. That is the CDC. Right. Just a few weeks before this train wreck, they updated their vinyl chloride warning. Uh, yeah, they downgraded stuff, it. Uh, for the first time in like 20 years or 15 mm-hmm. years, whatever it was, you know. Ain't that, that's such, just, yeah, it's a coincidence, that, but that's hey, so yeah. strange yeah. that that would happen. Hmm. Does it, that doesn't make you think of anything that, you know. Uh, well, I don't know. But I don't want to make a direct link because I, I really don't want to make this direct link to um, poisonous gas and trains. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't want to make this direct link to Bhopal, India. Uh, I've been calling yeah. this Bhopal 2.0. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, here, here's another headline. So it's almost wait, 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 it's almost like they made a movie about this happening. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that too. Yeah. Oh, they oh they did they did make a movie of this oh. happening. Oh, it's interesting how they made a movie of what's exactly happening right now. They made a movie about a while ago, not that long ago. Yeah, they released it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I, yeah. I don't have Netflix, so I didn't see it. But there was also. Another movie with um, Denzel Washington and uh, the young actor who played like uh, in in the you know they redid Star Trek some years back. He he was the new Captain Kirk, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, and they were in a, like a runaway train that had chemicals yeah. on there, yeah. and it was gonna destroy some community. So that was a little bit longer back, but um, I gave up uh, Netflix after they put. Uh, uh, children doing sexy shit on there. Um, I missed that. No, I didn't see that. Um, but anyway, uh, here's another. It is another headline. This is from Vox of all people. The East Palestine, Ohio train wreck didn't have to be this bad. And they, they go they go into a little detail in the uh, two weeks since the 38 train cars carrying hazardous chemicals, including what we just mentioned, uh, derailed in Ohio. Uh, they remain. Frustratingly, few answers about exactly what happened. Right now, the town's 4,700 people. So that gives you an idea how big the town is. It's just a tiny little place. Uh, they've been told to return to their homes. Um, however, residents are still wary, reporting sightings of dead fish in streams, dead chickens, and and, and so on. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, we were told, uh, and I forget her name because I'm so well prepared tonight. Uh, she said, well, yeah, some fish died, but there's no furry, you know, cuddly uh, creatures, you know, for, you know, it's just fish. <laughs> and this is when I talked about ineptitude in potatoes, the fish are in the water in the stream that shoots down to the Ohio. This is the water source for the people that live there. And she has no freaking clue. These people are so isolated in their own uh, narcissistic egos that they don't even realize what's going on here. They could give two rats asses 
about these yeah. 4,700 people. Yeah. Right. They, no, they, I'm, I, these people are, are just panicking. Uh, Ohio Health Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff uh, said, in terms of some of the symptoms, headache, etc., unfortunately, volatile organic compounds <laughs> share right. the ability to cause very com common symptoms, headache, eye irritation, right. nose irritation. But what uh, we know is the VOCs. Vomiting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we need to look at the facts, and the facts are the air sampling in that area really is not pointing to, you know, a, a problem for this. You know, that piece of crap said uh, on air, Hey, when every time you go pump gas, you get VOCs. So what, what do you want from us? It's just out there. These, these are, you know, this organic. Gonna, it's organic. They're <laughs> going to take him and drop him right in the mix. Here, he, you know, he, sh shove it down his throat. Let make him eat it. He should have to eat the dead chickens and drink the water to wash it yeah. down. Yes. Because it's healthy. It's VOC. It's good. Organic. It's, good. it's people. Yeah, are, yeah. These people make me sick. It's disgusting. Yeah. It, it, for, for my own part, if I lived, you know, anywhere near that town, I'd be gone. I'd be, I'd be so far I, away. You know what? I was, I thought <laughs> Oh, shit. Paul's here. I, I, yeah, I was I was walking in, in my place today, and I'm thinking almost the same thing. And and then I was trying to put myself in their situation, like, where am I going to go? These people are living from paycheck to paycheck. Well, you got you a know? place to go. We, I got a place to go. Well, you know what I mean. That's it's it's a philosophical question. You know, right. like where do you where, where do you, you, go? you These people, you're right. The, a lot of those people, that's it. That's home. That is it. Yeah, I know. But this go? is your family. Get a damn tent. And go a hundred yeah, miles yeah. upwind and and find right. a, a campground. You know. Yeah. And right now, right now, or I should say, this afternoon, Pennsylvania weather was unseasonably warm in the seventies, and wind was picking up, which is exactly what they don't, what you don't need. Um, you rather have a stagnant, poisonous cloud than Did one. Did you tell me it was heading towards Pittsburgh? I don't know which way the wind was blowing. It's, it, no, it's it's blowing. I checked the flag. It's westward, so it's heading towards us, dude. It's heading right for New Jersey, right for what, New Jersey. We're eastward. No, west west wind from the west, man. The wind's coming from the west, like okay. it normally does. Okay, okay, okay. So Is yeah, that so it's it's uh, wind wind and poisonous clouds bad. We'll just put that out there. So yes, uh, who knows? That could be a T-shirt. But um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to beat this. Anybody want to beat this dead horse? I mean, I think it's disgusting. I'm going to get I'm going to get mad. Uh, on the air reading about it yeah i i, I don't know i i did hear uh something mentioned um i don't know if it was a, a local doctor or first responder recommending all the township residents get baseline medical screening so you know 10 years from now the lawyers can't say yeah you might have had that going on already you know oh jeez. hey one thing i'd like to to throw in here. I mean, there's been other train wrecks in the, within the last couple of days yeah. like stacked on top of this. You, you think any of these are, are um, you think there's any sabotage could be involved here? Well, dude, I just don't know. Um, the fact of the matter is we have very little facts and nobody wants to release anything. You know, the, the government has footage uh, according to their, you know, their 
surveillance of these of trains. I think that's part of the Fed regulation. They won't release it. And that's just this one. This is a bad one. What about the, like you said, the other three that just happen to happen all in the same day or two? Yeah. Nobody wants to tell you what it is. All, you know? all of a sudden, trains are flying off tracks. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, I, mean, I heard, and I know, Sorry. Paul, and you probably did about, in the cockpit. Well, about sh- shunts and different things like that that could be used, but we don't know that for a fact. We don't. We have no clue, so all we can do is guess. Well, you know? I, I do know this, that I've followed Antifa accounts before that have posted videos of how to, how to place a shunt to derail uh, a train. Uh, so we know that they do this, but yeah. there's a, there's a lot of derailments and, you know, there's going to be a lot of reasons. Um, but overall about the, the infrastructure and food security and, and all, all that's going on, um, there's something interesting that I, I'll, I can just breeze through if you don't mind, uh, Jim. No, go ahead. Go for it. Okay, this is uh, largely taken from an article by a name a guy named uh, Jack Murphy. He's uh, ex what is he ex ranger, uh, investigative journalist, novelist, whatever. And uh, he says the CIA is using a European European NATO allies spy service to conduct a covert sabotage campaign inside Russia under the agency's direction. Uh, according to U- former U.S. intelligence and military officials. So basically, uh, we've got our, our CIA set up uh, sleeper cells inside Russia. And you see, we've seen some of these things, you know, ammo depots blown up, uh, bridges blown up like the Kursk. And, yeah, this uh, is a version sort of, of the Americans. This is, yeah. yeah, right. Something like that. So not necessarily our guys doing it, but we're, right. we're coordinating it. We pay well. using their people. Yeah, we pay and we're putting the bill almost certainly. So my uh, question upon reading through this and hearing people talk about it is, well, of course, you know, uh, belligerent states, you know, towards the United States would be doing the same thing to us especially if they're involved in a war. Now, make no mistake, we are at war with Russia. That is that is a simple fact, whether people want to accept it or not. So why wouldn't they have people on the ground? We're a very open society. Uh, why wouldn't they have cells here to, you know, cause, cause of course a ruckus? They do. You know what I mean? Of course, they could just walk through. They don't even, they, they could just, just walk over the border. They, you know, it's like we're, we're open well, borders. Well, they don't even have to do that. They could come here on a, on, on a guest visa and overstay yeah. or whatever, uh, you know, and they could have been here for 20 years. They could have been here. They could have a family here since Soviet days. Who knows what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I, I just thought it was a, sort of an interesting counterpoint to what's going on here versus what's going on there. If there's some sort of, uh, you know, uh, retribution involved for what we're doing to them. Um, well, who I, knows? I, in it's supposition, but I was reading another article today and, and somebody was talking about how Putin is taking a stance. And actually, we have a we have a little portion of his, of his deployments. And my quick response was, gee, Putin's taking a, a warlike posture. I wonder why that could be. Let's see. Uh, we're trying to uh, disassemble, dismantle 
his country. Um, Systematically, yeah, piece yeah. by piece. Uh, yeah, it, it's a little... Um, it's a little it odd. It didn't have to be this way. Uh, listen, it's been this way for, for a lot longer than, than we know. I mean, let's look at the CIA, for example. The CIA, they're not a good organization. You look at the... Um, the papers and the documents that have just been released, more documents about the Kennedy assassination. You know, clearly, and nobody's talking about this, but it's it's pretty clear that the CIA killed Kennedy, um, and nobody's talking about it. There's nothing, it, it's just like, okay, we, you know, it's like it happened too long ago, it doesn't even matter. But our own government, has the and not our not our government, our deep state, the the one who really controls our government. They're bad people, and they've been bad people for a long time, and it's not going to get any better. Yeah, I was thinking more um, uh, recently, like as of last year, as of as of what was it, November, December of twenty one, before the uh, invasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Putin was trying to be friends with us. Oh, well, sure, yeah. He was trying to be friends. Look, he was, he was on good terms when Trump was in office. You know, there was, a, there was peace everywhere when Trump was in office. Russia, you know, Russia, and, Russia, yeah. You know, right? You know, even, even with the Russia, Russia, Russia. Um, yeah, this, man, like it's, it's, it falls back well, to... Well, the, the, the Ukraine fiasco was... The, um, What's his name? The, the president out there, Mr. T-shirt. He, he was a puppet and he was pliable. And during the the right on the verge of incurrence, uh, the, the uh, I, I don't know why I'm slipping today and I'm just drinking water. Um, Mr. Messy hair from the UK, the the uh, disgraced pr- um, prime minister. Oh, Boris. Boris. No, no. Boris oh, Johnson. No. Yeah. Johnson, Johnson, right? Yeah, he convinced uh, he convinced uh, Mr. Ukraine to, you know, in fact, don't sit down with Putin. Uh, yeah, that, nobody, nobody yeah. hid this. Yeah, that that was uh, in April, uh, I think, uh, or March or April, shortly after the invasion. Yeah, there was uh, all but a, a peace deal, and he was in. He, I'm sure he was instructed by our illustrious warmongers, yeah. including people like uh, John Bolton. And then Victoria Newland and, yeah. and yeah, that's uh, Samantha, Samantha Power. These are, you know, you notice a lot of these really horrific types are are women, and that's well, no mistake. Yeah, and, and it's it's the, because a lot of them have have a vicious vicious streak, uh, and and uh, dare I say, a lot of them are, are are old, and and their wombs are dried up tumbleweeds, and they've <laughs> they've dedicated their entire lives uh, to to. Where did I hear some, that? <laughs> you, right here, you heard it. They're, they're looking to get some kind of a, a satisfaction from a career rather than a family. And I'm not trying to be sexist here or anything like that, but that's, that's not the natural order. No. And people hate what the, you know, when you say the natural order, well, it's a fact. And that's what happens. And now these people are spending, uh, like Chelsea, uh, what's her name? Chelsea the loser who's spending the, her 10th uh, Valentine's Day in a row by herself wondering, you know, why a man won't look at her twice. Well, I don't yeah, know. Maybe you yeah. run your mouth a little too much, but uh, who am I to say? I'm a, you know, not like I'm a relationship expert, but so that being although said, you, although you've had your share, <laughs> that being said, uh, 
But we know there's, what's there's right. We know of... what's right and wrong. What's normal and abnormal. Uh, yeah. We know these things. There's some kind of vicious vitriol that gets in them, and they get this taste of power. And I'm not saying men don't do it either, but I think when women get a hold of it, it's it's hyperbolic, um, and and it, unfortunately, it ends it ends badly. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, woman. That's that's uh, funny you mention that. So, uh, um, but let's talk about let's talk about Samantha Power for a second. All right. Uh, before we get to that, uh, going back to Joe's point about the CIA and and JFK. We're picking on the CIA. I'm did you not know, tired of it. Did you know when when in in LBJ's last days, they sent a psychiatrist to be with him to make sure he didn't shoot off his mouth about like. Uh, like important oh yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh, by the way, you want to really know what happened? <laughs> that kind of thing. And the guy yeah. was apparently like paid off to not ever say anything about, you know, what was said between them and that sort of thing. You know, I wonder if anybody's kind of, hanging out with Joe Biden right now. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Probably. Because that I'm guy sorry, says now, stuff. What did, what did we want to go to? Oh, we wanted to go to uh, uh, Samantha Power. Well, I didn't oh. necessarily want to, but I think I think I'm going to play a clip. I'm going to read, I'm going to give you a little background. And this is straight up. This is not bias. Um, this is a Wikipedia uh, uh, kind of bio thing just for people to get to know who she is uh, okay. a little bit. And you can make up your own mind. Paul, you probably have a little influence uh, on, on that part of the conversation. But she was born in 1970, same month as me, uh, an American journalist, diplomat, and government official who's currently serving as the Administrator of the United States uh, Agency for International Development, which is a... Um, <laughs> the acronym uh, USAID. USAID. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she began her career as a war correspondent covering Yugoslavia before entering academic administration. <laughs> so well, that if, for for those of you out there who don't know what that is, that tells you a lot. Academic administration. So in other words, she crawled into a freaking politically biased bubble. Uh, in 1998, she became the uh, founding executive director of the Care Center for Human Rights policies at the Harvard Kennedy School, uh, have, where we heard that before. Uh, and I won't bore you with the rest of it, but there's, some, there's a couple little, little nippets in here. Um, let's see. Uh, later, she served uh, as the first analyst professor of practice of global leadership and public policy until 2009. Uh, she was a senior advisor to Senator Barack Hussein Obama until uh, March 2008 when she resigned uh, from his presidential campaign after apologizing for referring to then Senator Hillary Clinton as a monster during an interview. Um, so interesting. Yeah, she enough, was being kind. She, well, it's kind of funny because this monster referred to Hillary Clinton as a monster, hmm. uh, which I thought was rather interesting. Uh, well, anyway. you know, girls are like that. We've, you've known this as far back as high school, you know, they'll, the the cat fighting that goes on between oh, clicks yeah. and so forth. Um, yeah. Just a programming question here: Can you read those screen caps that I sent? Because I can't read them off of my phone; it's too small. Do you well, have the me... ability to read that or no? I I can read. <laughs> if that's what you're asking, I'm smart. <laughs> I'm smart. I can do things. No, I'm not dumb like they say. <laughs> How could you not? How could you not? I just, it, it's so small. And for some reason, the screen caps won't 
won't expand enough for me, me to read them. So you basically want me to read the outline of the history of the United States in, involvement in color revolutions. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought no. it'd be good for people to know because it's a term that most people don't know. I've only known for a few years myself. Uh, and this is what we do. This is what uh, uh, groups like USAID, uh, this is what the CIA, the State Department does They when they want their guy in power. Yeah, and and this has to do with with the the reason I read a little bit about the the, uh, about the young Samantha lady. Power. Yeah, yeah, because she's I can't even look at her face. Yeah, she's it's in disgusting. Hungary, uh, uh, laying yeah, the foundation you, for one of these. Yeah. Well, she wants to send. If any, you guys need to know out there, she wants to send millions, if not billions, of our American dollars to Budapest. Okay, first of all, stay out of Budapest. But she wants to send them money to so they can change their culture. Right. to make it look more like ours. However, there's nothing wrong with our culture. There's something wrong with a fraction of our culture. And that fraction, specifically LBGTQ, ABC, one, two, three, she wants to take our money and train them to be woke. That's basically the, in a nutshell. You could probably do two hours just on this witch. Um, yeah. Anyway. And, and along with that, it's, aside from the ideology, she wants unrest. That mm-hmm. is That is the whole point well she's a soros cultist also of spinning these people up yeah well you know they they want a world government they want they want a government that controls the entire world you know they're having a conference right now a world world government conference oh great kind of of an oxymoron because there's really no such thing as a world government so how could they be having a world government conference with that charles schwab guy what's his name (laughs) yeah von schwab you want nothing and like it uh, you know what he was talking about today? He was talking about the uh, the black swan that's coming. Maybe you know it's it's funny how they they talk about these things and then they happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, no it's, doubt. It's like uh, it's pretty weird. Well, I'll try to read this as and use as little monotone as possible, so as not to get boring. Uh, okay, and I'll reach for water like Marco Rubio if I need it. Although nobody will be able to see. So the United States has been involved in several color revolutions around the world in recent decades uh, with varying degrees of direct and indirect involvement, which, which sounds like an operational thing to me. Um, a color revolution is a nonviolent popular movement that seeks to overthrow an authoritarian regime and establish a democratic government. I have problems with that sentence right there. The term color revolution refers to the use of a particular color as a symbol of the movement, such as orange revolution, or, uh, in Ukraine, or Rose Revolution in Georgia. Uh, here's an outline of the United States' involvement in color revolutions. So the first one, Serbia. In 2000, the United States was involved with the overthrow of Serbian leader Zlatovan Mazlocevic, who was accused of war crimes and crimes against humanity. The United States provided support to opposition groups and funded non-governmental organizations that were critical of the regime. It's almost sounding vaguely familiar. The popular movement was known as the Bulldozer Revolution and was symbolized by the color yellow, hence color revolution. Georgia 2003, the United States was involved in an overthrow of Georgian leader. Edward, yeah, you're going to make me say this, Shevardnadzin. Shevardnadze, yeah. Yeah, I thought I was pretty close. That was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. who was accused of electoral fraud and corruption. Uh, the United States provided support to opposition groups and funded non-governmental organizations that were critical of the regime. The popular movement was known as the Rose Revolution and was symbolized by the color pink. 
Uh, you're starting to see a theme here. Ukraine, 2004. The United States was involved in an overthrow of Ukrainian leader Viktor Yanukovych. Yeah, Yanukovych. Thank you. All right. Uh, who was I think he's of, a two-timer. I don't know. You got to ask his wife about that. <laughs> <laughs> who was who was accused of electoral fraud and corruption? The United States provided support to opposition groups and funded non-governmental organizations that were critical of the regime. Uh, the popular movement was known as Orange Revolution and was symbolized by the color orange, as you could have guessed. Uh, what else we got here? Well, I'm going to jump to Iran. In 2009, the United States was indirectly involved in the Green Movement, and not the one that you're thinking of, a popular movement that emerged from the disputed presidential election in Iran, or Iran, however you want to pronounce it. The United States expressed uh, support for the movement and provided assistance to, here it goes, non-governmental organizations that were crucial of the regime. The popular movement was known as the Green Revolution, as symbolized by the color green. 2010 to 2011, Arab Spring. The United States was indirectly involved in several popular movements uh, that emerged during the Arab Spring, which uh, sought to overthrow authoritarian uh, regimes in the Middle East and North Africa. The United States expressed support for the movements and provided assistance to non-governmental organizations that were crucial of the regimes. The movements were not associated with any particular color. In all of these cases, the United States was involved in supporting popular movements that sought to overthrow authoritarian governments, regimes, and establish democratic uh, governments. The extent of the U.S. involvement varied from direct support to indirect assistance through non-governmental organizations. The United States' involvement in color revolutions has been controversial, with critics accusing the U.S. of interfering in the international affairs of other countries and promoting regime change for geopolitical reasons. Well, how about that? Yeah, it, it, wait a minute. That can't be the last one in the list. There must be another one uh, following the, the Arab Spring. There no, was that the, was the final. That really? Was a, yeah, on, why, on that wouldn't, particular list. why wouldn't they put the Maidan Revolution in 2014 in Ukraine, which leads us directly to today? Well, and that's because way, <laughs> that was a dramatic pause just for you to be able to bring it up. Yeah. By the way, uh, um, uh, Yanukovych, uh, they ousted him twice. I think he was a little more friendly to, to Russia, which they didn't like. So they got rid of him in 20, uh, 2004. I think he was prime minister. Then he got elected president in 2010 or something. Hey, he was, well, listen, it, it's a good thing we're not yeah. nation building here. Yeah, well, that's that's what it is. It's, uh, you know. And it's people like this using their NGOs and funding, uh, uh, you know, uh, dissident journalists. I mean, imagine, well, look at what the journalists in America do, the CNN and the MSNBC. They're destroying the country. I mean, they may as well be getting paid by uh, China or some uh, uh belligerent uh, source you know well, the, the the symbolism uh, the the uh the correlation to today to antifa to the black lives matter movement um to the press uh non-governmental agencies getting paid from the government there's no if if our government has been doing this in which they have for many many years outside of the united states they're doing it inside the united states well they have been they've been, they, they did it with the they with, did it with, with this last election yes they did it with trump with yes. the, with the yeah. black lives matter the black lives matter and the antifa when that came out i was telling people 
don't buy into this. This is a color revolution being funded by bad people. And they looked at me like, oh, you're some bigot racist. I said, yeah, that may be so, but you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, an idiot. yeah. There's, there's facts and, you know, and there's the, everything else, you know? Yeah. Anyway, getting back to Samantha Powers, the reason we're bringing this up is keep an eye on Hungary because they hate Hungary because the guy's a nationalist. He wants to do, uh, um, Orban wants to do what's best for uh, Hungary. He wants to uh, keep the, the border strong. Uh, he doesn't want all of this NATO stupidity going on. So let's see what happens there. Yeah, it's it's something to watch. There's so much going on. And, and if this, this podcast seemed a little spotty, it was because we're trying to tie everything into the fact that there's a distraction over here. There's a distraction over here. Something real took place over here, but that's a distraction from this over here. This is this is an actual operation, the entire thing. Yeah, uh, strategic operation, and the and people we're right in the middle of it. Well, let's these poor people in East Palestine, they don't give a rat's behind about Ukraine or anywhere else right now. Maybe they will in a month again, but right now they're just looking to get back into their houses and stay alive. Wait till the freaking the cancer cluster hits them in fifteen or twenty years. Who's going to pay for that? Yes, uh, dial, uh, uh, what are those, you know, you see those. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you go, were you in the army at Camp Lejeune? Call the law yeah. offices of, uh, yeah. uh, Joe, you should know a good name. You're Rabinowitz, Rabinowitz, and Rabinowitz. There we go. <laughs> I, I'm John Morgan of Morgan of Morgan. So, anyway, I think we, uh, we uh, kind of wrapped up a big ball of crap here tonight, and, um, and that's the way it goes. Sometimes you, uh, we're funny, and sometimes we got to get serious. So, oh, let's call this one, boys. Good night. I'll see you all next time. All righty. Good night from Central Florida. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs>